Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. Have you heard of the phrase quiet quitting? It's a new word for a very old habit. It's something that Gen Z seems to be talking about now, particularly on TikTok and other social media sites. And the basic idea of quiet quitting is when you kind of mentally and emotionally check out of your job and do the bare minimum necessary to, you know, essentially not get fired. What do you think of a person who only does the bare minimum? It's the classically illustrated from office space where somebody has the minimum required amount of flair and not a super abundant amount of flair like Chip. But you've all seen this, right? In fact, I think in a certain way, most of us have all done this. You've been in jobs where you didn't really value the job, didn't maybe see much opportunity for promotion, didn't much care. And so how much work are you doing? Well, you're doing the bare minimum that it takes to not get fired, right? You're not quitting. You're not leaving. You're still doing the task. You're just doing the basic limited amount that it takes to get the paycheck, which some people will argue is fair since how much do you get paid? Well, you get paid the minimum amount that it takes for you to not quit, right? That's what a boss is always trying to do is pay you as little as possible to keep you and you're doing as little as possible to not get fired. Now, it may not be much for big performance reviews or employee of the month awards, but it is the kind of economic comparison to the fact that the bosses typically don't come around and say, we're going to pay you way more than you're worth. Neither should you maybe do a whole lot more than you get paid for. But of course, what's the problem with this? Well, obviously, if you're not motivated enough to care about your job and do more for it than maybe the minimum requires, that could be an indication that you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. You'd be more fulfilled doing something that gives you more satisfaction or kind of encourages you just by its nature to do more. But at the same time, we have shifting standards about what is the work-life balance supposed to look like, what is supposed to happen in my off time with regards to my work, and being willing to draw those lines. However, the concept of quiet quitting, which is a weird kind of term because you're still working there, but I'll go with it for now, is a kind of passive-aggressive response to you being happy about the things that are going on around your work life because instead of confronting those and either finding a better job or forcing the current situation to treat you better, you're just kind of responding in this way that says, I give up, but not really. I'll be here just enough to justify you not firing me. But even though the name is new, let's be honest, this is an extremely old thing. And as long as there have been employees, there have always been go-getter employees, above average employees, average. And then there have been the folks that you're like, man, I really wish we could find a way to get rid of them, but we just can't quite justify it right now. Because I think we all know those people are just one step away from, I, uh, I don't like my job and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.
And now I'm going to do something that I really dislike doing, which is talking about things I only barely understand. Video games in this case, modern video games. So as a safety guard, I have enlisted the help of my 18-year-old son. You're not going to hear from him, but he's here to hit me gently in the back of the head if I say something stupid. So here's the story. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is coming out soon, in October, specifically October 28th. But if you pre-order, you get a full week of early access to Modern Warfare 2's campaign mode. That's where you fight your way through a story, you don't die and have to come back the same way. It's just a little bit different than doing multiplayer, where you're actively engaged against other persons. Even if they're computers, you're still actively engaged against them. Now, where this becomes confusing is this. This is not the first Modern Warfare 2 that's come out. This is actually the second Modern Warfare 2. The first one came out several years ago. And what's weird about it is if you follow the numbering here, it's pretty complicated. The short version is there was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And then there were a couple of others, two, three, and four. Then there was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare again, which the players call Modern Warfare 2019 because that's the year it came out. I got a thumbs up from my son. And now you're going to have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 which there's already been a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And so this one is probably going to be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2022 or 22 or the other one or some other name because it's the same as the other one that previously came out. So if you went into a store, if you can find one and said, give me Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, they're going to say, I need more information. If all of this is a little reminiscent of Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope, as opposed to Star Wars, the first one before Empire Strikes Back, which is actually the same movie. Yeah, it's a similar level of confusion. But back to the game as it becomes available. Some additional benefits of pre-ordering. You get open beta, early access for multiplayer play. You get the final judgment battle that has the legendary Death Knell operator skin. Is that super cool? He says it's pretty cool. And the legendary bloodthirsty weapon blueprint, both of which can be used in Vanguard and Warzone. Yes, there are lots and lots of Call of Duty variants. When you get the Vault Edition, think of that as your plus tier or your gold version or something like that. You get all the other rewards plus Season 1 Battle Pass and 50 tier skips. That's so that you can move ahead in qualification for various forms of weapons or other things. I keep getting thumbs up. And my personal favorite, the FJX Cinder Weapon Vault. Yeah, I have no idea what that is, but, I, you know, they got a cool name for it. He's actively laughing at me now. So the short version of this story is that there's a new game coming out October 28th. People who are really into gaming will find this very interesting, and the rest of you probably find it entertaining that I know as little as I do, only with the help of my 18-year-old expert. And now from the Cops with Jokes file, the San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Office put a post up on Facebook telling the story of a mysterious 911 call recently that turned out to be moderately entertaining. It says, Our deputies have seen their fair share of monkey business in the county. Pay attention. This is foreshadowing. But nothing quite like this. It all started Saturday night when we received a 911 call that had disconnected. Dispatchers tried to call and text back, but they received no response. So, deputies were sent to investigate. The address took them to the offices of Zoo to You near Paso Robles. No one there had placed the call. Was someone trying to make us look like a monkey's uncle? Then they all realized it must have been Root, the capuchin monkey. Now, side note on pronunciation. I have tried my best to figure out whether it's capuchin, capuchin, capuchin. I've even gone to British resources. I don't really care. You know what I'm talking about. It's those little monkeys that we've seen in various movies and TV shows. More about that later. Back to the Facebook post. It must have been Root, the capuchin monkey. Apparently, Root had picked up the zoo's cell phone, which was in the golf cart, and used to travel around the 40-acre site, I'm continuing to read here to give them their due. 
We're told capuchin monkeys are very inquisitive and will grab anything and everything and just start pushing buttons, and that's what Root did. Just so happened it was in the right combination of numbers to call us. As you can tell from these photos, side note, the photos are adorable, Root is a little embarrassed by the whole thing. Are you ready for the big finish here? But you can't really blame her after all. Monkey see, monkey do. I know, there's a big range of comedic talents in the police and sheriff's Facebook pages. I would put this somewhere just shy of dad joke quality, which I respect. I live there. Now, it is kind of interesting because for a while there, capuchin monkeys were kind of preferred as exotic pets. National Geographic estimated around 15,000 were owned as pets in the United States in 2013. They had been service animals prior to 2010. They've been featured in movies and TV shows. You know, Ross owned Marcel and Friends, Big Bang Theory, Pirates of the Caribbean, Night at the Museum. Even Raiders of the Lost Ark had a mischievous monkey that wound up saving Indiana Jones's life. Well, actually, Sala saved Indiana Indy's life when he stopped him from eating. Bad dates. But they're very intelligent creatures. They're very small creatures, maybe only four or five pounds full grown. They live, you know, 25 to 50 years. And every once in a while, they pick up a phone and dial the police and then hang up when presumably he figured out it wasn't Domino's. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. Consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek and this podcast if you haven't already. Hit the five-star review before you go or run the risk of me quiet quitting this podcast. I know, it's an empty threat, but it's the best I've got. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.